Hi, Greg. Hey, buddy. How you doing? You there? Did I break it? I'm here. Oh, there you are. Okay. Well, I don't know today. I've been rewiring my whole network, so you never know. Yeah, how's that going? Um, imagine trying to rewire a network for a school while the kids are jumping on you. <laughs> Just like being in a school. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't know how teachers do it. I don't either. I really don't. They're patience of saints, I tell you. Pretty much. So has, has that been your the highlight of your day then? Uh, well, so with, with Monday coming, right, and everything switching to remote learning, um, I realized, you know, that the, the uh, equipment that I had wasn't going to cut it. I mean, it was, it was under strain with just me and my wife and, you know, maybe the kids watching the odd YouTube video or whatever. So, you know, when we started getting to this, it was like, ah, crap, we're going to be in trouble. I better, you know, deal with this. Um, and I, I mean, things went more or less how I expected. Um, it just always takes longer when you've got, you know, kids jumping around and you're trying to sort everything out. But I mean, it's fine in the end. Everything is connected and I'm able to talk to you. So hopefully that means I did something right. Well, if nothing else, it means life is good. I don't know if I'd go that far, but okay. Well, come on. When you're talking to me, life better be good. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. I yeah. guess the other thing is, are you out of alcohol yet? Um, so I tried to stop by the liquor store yesterday in anticipation of the fact that I was going to need to deal with it, and uh, they're closed. Good. So it's going to be fun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, we're we're running we're running low on uh on the alcohol supply, but scrounging through the cabinets, finding the last of bottles that we can polish off. Yeah, I mean, I I still got some sailor. I still got some vodka so i'm thinking i can make it through tomorrow at least and then one day at a time. That i don't know <laughs> one day at a time one day one day at a time it's all you can do well overall um i would say that this week has been uh probably the the closest that I've ever been to committing mass murder uh, as I've ever been in my life. Um, uh, yeah, and and we both worked in retail, uh, so that's saying something. Yeah, and that's because... the thing. I would expect the opposite because now you don't have to deal with people, so 
you know, you're at home. Oh, but that's the thing. I, I still have to deal with people, um, you know, and, and there are people, they are people who I would otherwise probably not murder. <laughs> but being in uh, such close quarters uh, for such an extended period of time, uh, you know, it's like I've, I've taken a couple of trips down to the gas station, I've taken a couple of trips to the store, but other than that, there's there's just not much space. Um, there's still only so many walks that you can go on or so many places that you can go to within a house uh, without being interrupted. You know, I agree. I thought, uh, you know, that, that my house was big enough um, until until this. And then you've got, you know, uh, three other people and then three dogs on top of that, uh, all trying to cram into your office because you're the one rewiring things and they want to see what dad's doing. Uh, and, yeah, all of a sudden uh, the house doesn't seem so big anymore. But you know, you know who I think the real heroes of all of this are? I don't, but I would love to know. The sex workers. <laughs> the online, and I'm, I'm talking, you know, I mean, I'm not talking uh, uh, strictly the, the porno, right? I mean, there's, there's your Riley Reads and whatever, and they get you by, and they, you know, that's, that's great, uh, but they're making money no matter what. But the real unsung heroes are the small guys, the cam girls that are online. Uh, they're out there busting their ass, and now everyone Sometimes is... Sometimes quite literally. <laughs> yes, very literally. <laughs> um, and now everyone is home, uh, and home 24-7. Um, so, I mean, in, in one respect, it's an opportunity for them, Right. Um, to, to really be making bank. Um, but they're, they're got to be working harder than ever uh, with what they're doing and, and arguably providing a very valuable service to everyone. I mean, without a doubt, for sure. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if you're out there, if, if you're listening to this, uh, go, go on MFC and uh, support them. Every little bit helps. Exactly, right? Every little bit. I mean, social distancing, you don't you don't have a choice other than to be distant and be doing it over a webcam. Even right, if you, exactly. Yeah. This is uh, you know, it's it's an opportunity for the profession to shine. <laughs> and, and no, I I say this completely uh Unironically, I, I am a, a big supporter of, of the sex workers. Go, go, uh, you know, go to uh, Patreon and, and or, or uh, OnlyFans and support someone. Um, maybe not Vera Bambi because she's big enough and, you know, she's got all the money in the world. But pick pick a smaller one and, and uh, you know, go, go leave them some tips for all they're doing for you. Well, see, isn't, isn't this what you're trying to get across, right? Like, it, it's it's not about those big stars that are going to continue making money either way. 
It's about the little guys. Or right. the, well, I, the little I, girls, I guess. I, in this well, case, but. What you're into. I mean, you know, I, I don't sure. judge. To each their uh, own. Right. Um, but. Yes, yes, there are uh, there are the bigger ones, and uh, not to say that they don't deserve it, because um, again, they're providing a service, and and they're obviously very good at it, and that's why they're uh, making their their living at it. But for anyone who is, uh, you know, maybe new to to the environment or something, uh, would come in, look at some of the bigger ones, and and if they were so inclined to tip. Uh, start tipping the bigger ones uh, without giving pause to the thought that, you know, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, Vera Bambi or, or Riley Reed or someone uh, has, you know, uh, makes enough money. Um, but there are plenty of other people out there who are providing services, um, you know, who, who would appreciate that. Um, and, and are out there providing much needed services at this very moment on my other monitor. <laughs> oh, God bless America. America. <laughs> so, uh, Corpse Kitten, if you're listening, uh, there's your tip. <laughs> is it just the tip <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard to do that over there oh well i mean come on you can be creative right See, figure they something need, out they, they need to invent the inverse of what exists right so you've uh well i don't know how many people listening who, who are familiar with what a love sense is um but it's essentially a, a little uh, little device um, that goes up inside and vibrates when you get tips on the internet. Um, and my thought is now they need to invent what? the inverse of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they, they need to invent the inverse of that, which is uh, something that goes on the guy sitting at home. Right. Hmm. So are, are like, is, is this, being patented right here on the show like is that what's happening nobody else can take the idea oh i'm sure someone else has already taken the idea obviously they haven't done anything with it because if they did i would own one but oh <laughs> of course you would what what is this a love sense uh whoops hit the googles um it's yeah there it's like a little pink um Thing. I don't know. It's it's uh, maybe the size of uh, one of the old Nokia cell phones, maybe a little smaller. Uh, and it's got a little antenna on it um, that connects, I don't know, presumably over Bluetooth, to your computer and reads a signal from your computer to tell it when to vibrate. It's amazing. I'm getting nothing but books in my search results. You, sir, do not know how to Google. I don't have any idea. What, what is what is this Google? I'm I'm on something called Ask Jeeves. That's, that's what I prefer to use. And and as a uh, backup, I use uh, I use Lycos. 
Um, oh, it's oh, yeah. Oh, Lavence, Lavence. Oh yeah, maybe it is. Okay, maybe I'm pronouncing uh, it right. Okay, all right. Ooh, there you go. Mm -hmm. that, uh, that's what I'm talking about. See, see, when I searched "love sense" as two separate words, came up with a whole bunch of books. When I searched "love sense" <laughs> as one word, then immediately Google knew what I wanted. <laughs> oh, you thank you, Google. Well, no more of this Ask Jeeves shit for me. Right? I'm using nothing but Google from now on. Thank you. Uh, they're destroying democracy anyway, so forget them. Hmm. Hmm. Are we are we gonna are we gonna get political here? Is is that something that's gonna happen? I do, are we ever not? Uh well, alright. I guess that's fair. Advocating for uh, sex workers, is that not political? Well, I mean, I, I think that I think that it shouldn't be political. I think that it should just be a basic human right. Right. I, I don't think there should be any connotation to, to go along with that on the political spectrum, but... No, I mean, okay, so first off, you're, you're absolutely right. This, this should not be something political at all, um, but very much it is. Um, and I, I blame on the evangelicals, like I blame almost everything on the evangelicals because they are disgusting subhuman slime that should just be shot into space. Um, all right, that's fair. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see why what anyone else does is, is any of anyone else's business first off or, or what happens between one consenting adult and another consenting adult and a chat room full of other consenting adults. That's, that's none of anybody's business, right? Uh, <laughs> people make the choices that they make. And, you know, as long as no one's being forced to do something, if that's what you choose to do for your profession, um, then you should be allowed to do that. Um, and I, for one, am going to support you, um, you know, uh, because I enjoy the service that you provide. Um, and I don't see why that should matter to anyone else. Um, you know, when you start crusading and making that matter, uh, it just, it's, it's beyond me how people think that they have the moral right to impose their will on other people. I, I just don't get it. I mean, yes, if you're murdering someone or hurting someone or forcing someone to do it, fine, that's a different story. But, you know? Sure, but in, in imposing the the morality on others is something that they justify has to be done. You know, it, it is the imperative of their teachings that... They spread the good word. Well, they need some new teachings. I don't know what else to say to that. I mean, that's just. I'm, who, I'm who sorry, can we point them to? Um, they can be pointed directly to down the sun. Just shoot them there in a rocket. Is that going to be? Uh... One of the uh, the trip options that uh, 
SpaceX offers once it starts taking private citizens into space? I have, direct flight so, to the sun. So I have been asking for a while now. Um, this guy, you might have heard of him, Elon Musk. Um, you know, he Name sounds familiar. Kind of active on Twitter. Um, and Sometimes, I've when he's feeling like it. I've him on Twitter constantly to uh, let me borrow a rocket. I just need one. One measly little rocket, put Trump in it, <laughs> him into the So far, he refuses to respond to me. So if anyone listening has an in with Elon Musk, tell him, look me up on the Twitters. I need to borrow a rocket. It, it's just one. It's just I mean... one. How many does he have? <laughs> I mean, you're not asking for anything absurd here. It's just one rocket. Come on. I don't even need him to. I don't even. I don't even need the rocket to go to the sun. Um, he could just like, okay, he's launching a satellite, and I'll just put Trump on with it. And when he gets to the right, you know, height, just shoot him on an airlock. That's fine. Eventually, he'll make his way there. I'm I'm good with that. That's it's fine by me. I mean, do you do you want it to be as, I guess quick and painless as is getting shot out of the airlock or like do you want to set like i i would imagine you know at as a, a another show that we have both listened to um and and talking about uh, taking certain people of perhaps current or past administrations and locking them in a shipping container in the desert you know for me the idea would be that ultimately you'd you'd end up shooting the rocket off but don't aim it at the sun right like aim it at jupiter or something Uh, i mean because by the time that it actually gets to jupiter it's gonna be a long drawn out painful death well, so see, here's the thing, right? To, to start with, um, there are people, um, and, and I'll pass the judgment. I don't care. You guys can flame me on Twitter. Um, but there are people who deserve to die. And there are people who deserve to die slow, painful deaths. And then there are people like Trump who deserve to die slow, painful deaths. But every second you keep them alive, is just more threat to the existence of humanity. So, in, in the even, inter- even if it's in a rocket ship that's pointed at Jupiter, <laughs> even if it's in a rocket ship that's pointed at Jupiter, because uh, <laughs> you know that some NASCAR hillbilly will engineer some kind of booze rocket to, uh, you know, like like a like a NASCAR moonshine space shuttle, right, and, <laughs> and fly yeah. it up there, um, and you know. It, they're not going to get to him, right? They're going to, the obvious is going to happen. It's going to explode uh, and they're going to die, but then they're going to become some kind of, you know, martyr for his cause uh, because they were dumb enough to try and do that. Right. So taking him out of the equation is, is the best thing for humanity. And the, the only way, the only way really uh, to do that is to shoot him into the sun. 
I mean, I, I can't think of a better way to just have that done. Um, you know, the, the, the only better way, the only more just uh, way that I could see this happening is so so he's created um what's his stupid space navy thing that he created space force or whatever yeah the space force that's right okay okay so we've got space force they're a thing now let's give them the first space court martial <laughs> first space court martial and then we shoot him into this one that's that's justice in my book isn't there some sort of on earth solution like dropping him into Kilauea or something like an active volcano? Like get this done more quickly? No, 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 buddy. These are, you got to understand that the kind of people that are out there, uh, you know, supporting him are also the kind of people that think taxidermy is a good thing. And I don't want to see a taxidermy Trump for the next, you know, 400 years, uh, you know, being paraded around as a symbol of, uh, you know, intolerance and bigotry and xenophobia and, and supporting the Republican movement. Um, just get rid of him. You can't once once you're in the sun, they, they ain't getting him back. They ain't doing anything more with him ever again. He's in the sun. He's gone. Come on, Elon. Just one rocket. One rocket. That's, That's all. all. <laughs> it's not that big of an ask, right? It's not. And you know what? Even if his rocket fails, we still win. <laughs> so, I'm for it. But he refuses to respond. So I don't know what to do about that. I mean, he hasn't blocked me, but he's definitely not responding to my request for a rocket. Almost like he doesn't know I exist. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I really, I can't. How does he not know that you don't exist? Right. I mean... And I get it from his perspective, right? I mean, there's got to be a bajillion people on there every day sending him, hey, can I get a Tesla? Give me a Tesla. Give me $100 million because, you know, you're rich or whatever. And I get that. And I get that that's got to be frustrating and that he probably doesn't read most of the comments and stuff that come into him uh, because, well, people are basically bastard-coded bastards with bastard filling. And especially when they get on the internet, we don't want, to hear what people have to say because people on the internet are the dumbest of all people. But how many people tweet at you such a foolproof plan as <laughs> putting, you know, I mean, there's not, there's not many. I'm, I'm sure they've come up with other ways to do it, but, uh, you know, I, I don't, think that there are many people tweeting at him uh, about that. Um, and if I'm wrong, actually, I would like to, to hear from him then the statistics of it, you know. Um, if, if I'm wrong, and there are people, like millions of people, uh, tweeting at him to borrow a spaceship to 
shoot Trump into the sun, then I actually, I would like to know that. That would be reassuring to me uh, and would help restore my faith in humanity. You know, if he just came out and said, hey, uh, you know, uh, yes, I, the reason I haven't gotten back to you is because there's literally a hundred million people a day asking me. So many people. Yeah. (laughs) Then my next question would be, so when are you giving us the rocket? But, uh, (laughs) because he actually responded. Now you've got his attention. Let's, let's go ahead and seal this deal right here. Maybe we can put together like a, like a GoFundMe or something, like crowdsource this idea. Like, you know, how much money do you think it would take to, to just to buy a rocket? Well, we don't even need to buy the rocket. We just need to buy space on a rocket. It doesn't even have to be usable space. It's like just <laughs> cargo space. Airlock. Airlock so we get up there and then open the airlock. That's, that's all it needs to be. I mean, what did they say? It was like, uh, maybe $10,000 a pound to shoot something up there. So we're looking at, I don't know, $80 billion to load his fat ass on it. So let's let's get him on a rocket. That is, that's some quality math right there. That's, uh, just add it all up. The number of hamburgers. <laughs> Just that up over time, you know. <laughs> uh, McDonald's is so great. In fact, we're gonna have them cater everything from now on. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> so that's that's my thought there. I mean, I I don't know if. if I can't think of a more fitting way. I mean, unless, like I said, for space court martial, which ends the same way because it's a space crime. So you get space executed and space execution has to be shot into the sun, right? Sure. Um, I mean, I get, I guess it depends on, upon what jurisdiction the, the space force falls under. Um, you know, because the the death penalty is only it it's not. Well, I guess from a that, from a federal standpoint, it's not outlawed. Right. right, and it would be a federal offense. Sure. Just like you know the treason and sedition that he's currently guilty of. Everything that he does on a daily basis is some sort of federal crime. Right. So you've got treason, you've got sedition, you've got a space court martial. Um. You can't, you know, the, the punishment for treason or sedition, obviously, but you can't, uh, you can't hang him in space. You can't shoot him in space. Well, I guess you can, but you risk your ship and everything, you know. It's not like you can't do a firing squad in a spaceship. Um, so I think my idea makes the most sense. Yep. Yep, I totally agree. I mean, even even space electric here, would you just drain the batteries on your spaceship and you wouldn't be able to land it? <laughs> what about space lethal injection? Ooh. Hmm. 
I wonder how that would work because there's all kinds of physics going on there with the zero gravity and how the blood pumps through your body. So I don't know if that would be uh, – there's there's probably some sciencey type person, I don't know, maybe Kyle Hill out there or something uh, who could answer it for us. But um, I, I'm not sure that that would be – I mean, probably it would be effective, but not in the same way that it is here, right? You, you may have some kind of weird interaction because of the zero G and the pooling, and I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how that would work. I mean, maybe you would have a greater interaction because of zero G, and it just like it couldn't. It just goes right to I don't even know what it what it interacts with. It stops your heart or your brain or whatever. But yeah, maybe it just goes right there and it's like poof and it's like super effective. I don't know. Well, you know, there's only one way to really find out, I guess for sure. And that's Space. to try it. So. I I want, um, look, if, if you're listening to me out there, senators, um, Let's let's do this. Um, once once we find him guilty of everything and their federal crimes, and he created Space Force anyway, um, so let's let's have our first space court martial and and get it out of the way, um, and let's find out. Let's just see what happens. You know what the sad thing is, though, all of the senators that are out there that that would actually. Uh, vote on, on something like this uh, are just too compassionate to actually do that. And the ones that, that actually get behind this idea are all Republican. So, um, I mean, you know, we're going to, uh, our Twitter is just going to blow up with, why don't we space court Marshal Obama? <laughs> Because the Republicans would be all over that shit in a heartbeat. Can't wear a tan suit. Oh my god. No, if you if you mention anything about their precious saint that is currently in the White House right now, then then basically we are the ones that are are guilty of, of treason and conspiracy against the United States. Uh, but anything having to do with our former president? Oh, no. No, definitely. He, for sure, committed all the crimes. I don't see that to me is that... Obama, to me, was such a disappointment. And, and I mean that in the sense that he... He was nowhere near, don't get me wrong, he, he was nowhere near uh, Trumpian levels of, of insanity. Um, he, and, and he did a lot of very good things, or, you know, even with Obamacare, maybe I don't think he took it far enough, but he did the best he could with the tools he had. Um, but there were so many things like uh, closing Gitmo that just didn't happen. Um, you know, and, and in that respect, um, you know, it wasn't that he, he was progressive. He was moderately progressive 
And I think he had to be for obvious reasons. Um, you know, I, I don't think if he would have come out swinging like Bernie Sanders, uh, he would have crashed and burned. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, there were so many of, of these things that just, they didn't happen and, and they weren't crimes that I would consider like in the sense of, of uh, the Bush era opening of Gitmo, uh, you know, I would, I would consider to be more of a crime and, and Obama's part in it, I would consider to be a crime of omission uh, by, by allowing it to continue and not putting an end to it. If that makes sense. Um, it does. For sure, and and I I don't think that that you are alone in in I I don't know I don't know if disappointment is is the right word um, you know certainly um, I I remember election night two thousand eight. Right. Like I, I remember sitting there watching the results come in, um, getting in, getting to like eight o'clock on the East Coast when the polls closed and they called it and had announced that that he was going to be the next president. And I, I remember so many feelings going on that night. Right. Like we had just endured eight years of just absolute anarchy in, in the Bush regime, Bush regime, which, you know, not, not to give the war criminals of Bush and Cheney any sort of pass, but, you know, looking at what has gone on since the election of 2016, you know, now it seems like those eight years were pretty tame compared yep. to the shit that goes on a, on a daily basis around and we were electrocuting people's testicles right right we're taking because... car batteries and giving your nuts a jump start and that seems tame compared to trump <laughs> yeah and and we did it because why not right because right. because if if we don't do this then the the terrorists will win right like they will strike again and this time it'll be even closer to home than it was before, even though it was literally at home the last time. But I, I remember, oh. I, I, I just, I remember this, this feeling on that night of, of this, this sweeping landslide, right? The, the blue wave, Right. The presidency, the House, the Senate, everything. Like, it was just this giant rebuke of the last eight years. And things are going to change. Um, you know, all of the things that he had campaigned on, you know, with the hope and the change. Like, all of that kind of stuff. And in the end, like you said, getting Obamacare passed not as great and as sweeping as a lot of us had hoped and and wanted it to be was it a a, a big step in the right direction sure 
Of course it was. But was it everything that we wanted? No. Because, and, and I will echo, I think, a lot of what you said in that had he come out in a, a Bernie-style revolution type of a way in 2008, you know, he, he wouldn't have been running. You know, it would have been Hillary, definitely, at that point, that would have won out uh, in, in that aspect. But ultimately, um, you know, again, I, I don't know, maybe disappointment is the right word. Maybe it's not. I, I, I guess I'm not quite too sure. But, you know, after, after eight years and, and leading up to the 2016 um, election at that point, it was like, am I in a better spot than I was? in 2008 yeah absolutely um has the country been absolutely revolutionized and changed and and the status quo upended no it wasn't right like we we made some gains and and we went the right way with obamacare and um you know same-sex marriage legalized and like there were there were a lot of good things do not get me wrong but you know in the in the same way that having a republican you know regressions in society or or retreat into whether it's isolationism or just you know conservatism in general um you know that kind of stuff does not just happen in in one fell swoop, right? You look at the 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 Reagan and Bush years, that the, the first Bush, right? That was twelve years of the the country going more and more conservative, and it it all took time, and it it had to be built up over time, and same with the liberal swing from Obama, right? Like there was a lot of stuff that happened in those first couple of years and it continued through his second term, but it was all very slow moving. It's just all at a glacial pace. And let me, let me revise here and and just be fair. Um, You know, when, when I talk of disappointment, um, I don't mean uh, at least not in, in him personally or his presidency, I don't mean things like Obamacare. Yes, Obamacare was was uh, a half measure. Um, it it didn't go as far, certainly, as I think uh, something should. Um, but I don't put all of that on him, right? There, there, there are a lot of pieces at play, um, you know, and, and you know, a lot of that is is failures of the political system, um, and and obstructionism from Republicans, and I get that. Um, So, no, I don't put all of that on him. Um, But I do look at the things that are squarely within his power to have done. Um, You know, he could have at any point said, okay, we are done with Gitmo, or we're going to change our course on what we're doing with this war. And, and, And not that he didn't. Um, but but in even more drastic fashions, 
um, and in giving us different outcomes, um, that those things I, I do put on him. Um, you know, you, you allowed that to continue to happen um, when you full well had the power to stop it, and that's what disappoints me. Have you seen um, Have you seen the report? I have not. Um, I, I mean, certainly I've seen uh, trailers for it and stuff, but no, I, I haven't seen it. All right, yeah. Now, if you want to be, you know, even more pissed off at, you know, the things that happened, the things that we did. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good little watch. And I don't, so, that's, this is, this is the other hard thing, right? Is everyone gets so sensitive anytime you say something like this, because, well, if, if you don't believe in just outright torturing them, then you support terrorists. And that's not the case. You know, I, I am not saying that you shouldn't detain enemy combatants. I'm not saying that even, you know, uh, it's foolproof to only get actual enemy combatants and, you know, never accidentally pick up someone who's innocent or whatever. Like, I get it that those things will happen. But picking up people, whether they're enemy combatants or not, uh, and detaining them indefinitely and torturing them is not a um, I don't care who it is. They're people. Um, I am but, not an advocate of torture. Um, if, for if sure, but, but again... Is what you... Well, you know, according it's... to the government and to uh, the CIA, it's not torture. It's enhanced interrogation techniques. <sighs> I see. I it's arguing semantics is is really what it is. It absolutely is. I totally agree. I'm absolutely on the same page as you, and that's a part of what gets me so incredibly livid is the fact that we knew and we have known that those types of techniques, if you will, are not effective. But yet we still went after it because what's what's the number one thing that you get out of enhanced te- uh, interrogation techniques? It's information that those that are being subjected to it will give to you so that you stop torturing them. Right. Mm-hmm. And And I use the word torturing very specifically there because that is what it is and well, i don't think the people who are going through it are like oh this is fine it's just enhanced interrogation you know they're they're not gonna make that differentiation no hell no of course they're not but at the end of the day i mean if your point is that someone um is too dangerous or is committed X crime that as a government we feel uh, deserves the death penalty, um, then execute, okay. But holding indefinitely and torturing is a, is a different story. Um, and I'm not generally one for the death penalty um, because I do think there are still a lot of situations where 
Um, people are misidentified. People are, uh, you know, mischaracterized or situations are, are misportrayed. Um, and a harsher punishment is granted than, than would be necessary. Um, but at the same time, there, there are situations where, you know, there's, there's a clear abundance of, oh, I don't know, someone committing treasonous acts uh, on national television daily, um, that, that warranted. Um, but again, when that's warranted, um, as much as it might satisfy me deeply to see this person uh, undergo some enhanced interrogation, um, I, I feel that just, you know, I, I still can't reconcile, um, no matter how much it would please me to see that, um, you know, I, I can't reconcile that with my own moral compass uh, to say, yeah, go ahead and do it. Uh, just, you know, if, if the call is that that they should be executed, then, then that's what should happen. Uh, but torture and stuff should never enter that equation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't, I just, I can't imagine any scenario in which uh, waterboarding does anything for anyone other than the person who is a sick fuck waterboarding someone, you know, like, unless that's how you get your jollies off, uh, nothing else is going to come from it. And if that is how you get your jollies off, seek help. <laughs> there are resources out there. You're not alone. Hey, I'm I'm fine. Like I said, I I support right, and I'm fine. If you're into you know the BSDM and the whips and the chains and whatever, that's fine. Uh, you know, have have your uh, kink. Um, you know, when you're taking someone against their will and waterboarding them, that's a different story. And the worst, the worst part of, of all of this, really uh, looking at it, is how little we seem to have learned over time. Period. I mean, you know, we we went through Reagan, we went through Bush, we went through Clinton, we went through uh, Bush Jr. We went through Obama. We find ourselves now buried in uh, the massive sweaty underboob of Trump. Um, and that's, it, that's some sexy underboob there, let me tell you. Oh, all hairy and gross and sweaty and just nasty. Uh, <laughs> but but we are now facing, you know, we, we face another election this fall. And, and, you know, right in the middle of this whole uh, COVID-19 situation, um, and still, somehow, I look at the poll numbers, 
and uh, creepy Grandpa Joe is beating Bernie Sanders. This guy literally is trying to give you health care in the middle of a health care crisis. Uh, you know, he's, he's trying to support this. He's out there raising millions of dollars, not for his presidential campaign, but to help with the relief efforts for this. How, how does anyone look at that and say, no, no, we need to be moderate. We, we, we need to move more towards the middle to, to satisfy the, the Republicans. It's way too radical. What are you trying to do? I just, I just, I do not understand what's wrong with people. I just don't. Look, if we want to live in Star Trek, we've got to stop electing the Klingons. That's just all. They're not even the Klingons. They're the Romulans. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what that stands for. It stands for Romulan. Oh, uh, that. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, hang on, hang on, let's see. This episode of Eat a Bag of Dicks is brought to you by, well, us. Hi, everybody, it's Ron here. Look, getting a new show up and off the ground is not easy. We don't have any real sponsors at this point, but it still doesn't hurt to throw in a little shameless self-promotion. Greg and I have no plan to kid ourselves into turning this stuff into a full-time gig, but... There are still costs associated with getting this podcast and the other stuff we're going to do off the ground. Wait, what's that you say, Ron? Other stuff? You bet your sweet ass there's going to be more. But at this point, you can interact with us on most of the different media platforms at Eat a Bag Podcast. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. We have a dedicated subreddit, a Discord, eatabagpodcast.com, or plain old email, eatabagpodcast at gmail.com. And for those of you that are the most generous of all, we've set up a Patreon at patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast to help support the costs of hosting and publishing the show. And the other stuff coming in the future, too, of course. Once again, that's patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast. Thanks again to, well, us for sponsoring our own show. Now, back to it. (laughs) All right, it worked. (laughs) ah <laughs> uh, we got it no you're right we <laughs> oh god if if you are on if you are on the right wing side that you know something that is batshit crazy it is perfectly fine and and you'll you'll get behind Right. But yet on the left, Democrats will call Bernie and his Bernie bros. They they will call him in in so many words, batshit crazy. Right. It's always it's it's never to embrace any sort of real liberal ideology. It's always to get back to the center. Right. I mean, in, in other, uh, you know, industrialized countries, um, Bernie Sanders stance would be a solid left stance. Um, and, you know, Joe Biden would be a right wing candidate. 
And, uh, you know, Trump would be, I don't know, probably in an asylum somewhere getting the help that he needs because <laughs> they would have proper health care and identify his issues and take him out of society. <laughs> well, that's what I was just going to say. In any other industrialized nation, we would already have most of the stuff that Bernie's talking about. But then I look at Britain and my argument just kind of flies out the window because that's true. So uh, maybe it's time I moved to the Netherlands. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't think that's such a bad idea. You know, we can go, we can move to Finland and, and we can go hang out with the hydraulic press channel. Oh yeah. That. That would be <laughs> crush shit with hydraulic presses for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound too bad, actually. I'm alright with it. The hell did we do wrong with our lives that we're not crushing shit with hydraulic presses right now? Uh, I, I think there's way... That's way too loaded of a question. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are so many, so many missteps that have led both of us to this exact moment. <laughs> uh. Well, I tell you what, I, none of them involved buying a hydraulic press, so uh, that that's my problem right there. No, and apparently for both of us, neither uh, none of it involved buying a box of condoms either. So, um, you know, here we are. That's uh, that's a fair point too. Mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. When uh, when Van Wilder said, uh, don't be a fool, wrap your tool, um, I just kind of laughed it off as a particularly funny joke. And I didn't heed that warning. And here we are. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I may have been having my first kid about the time that he was saying that, so... Oh. Too little, too late at that point. Yeah, I don't, I mean, you just, you're gone after that. All right, so we can't shoot Trump into the sun, and we can't just crush it with hydraulic presses. So what, what, what good is i mean what good are we at this point well isn't that the eternal question i mean what what good are we at any point i don't think that's what? the eternal question because then the answer doesn't make any sense i mean you know no, what good I, are we that doesn't make sense well what what i guess our eternal question the two of us what are we here for I mean, my um, immediate answer to that is each other. So that's about all we have at this point. Well, you're getting all sappy on me. I was going to say to keep drinking this rum, but... Okay, all right. Well, I I could say the exact same thing. I mean, the captain and I have been intimate lovers for many, many years. <laughs> and I, I I know that you're less less partial to the captain and more partial to sailors. 
Uh, you know, a, p- a not, particular one named Jerry, but uh, I, I do not the captain. Uh, <laughs> me and him have fun as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, the two of us have gotten along for for so many years. Uh, you know, I have I've told a number of different people that you know Jose and I. We have fought, and we have never made up. Uh, Jack and I, we fought, we've never made up. But the captain and I, no matter what, no matter how many times, we have a fight, and I just straight up end up praying to the porcelain god and regretting every moment of my life drinking I always go back no matter what doesn't matter how does that work this is is something I've always been like curious about right because I don't get hangovers I don't um oh I'm not even talking about hangovers I don't don't that's that's the easy part like I have never gone out drinking and been sick from drinking well, no, I mean, neither have I ever. No, I mean, <laughs> it's weird to me, though, uh, because, you know, uh, like in college, uh, for example, um, you know, we would go out uh, and I had a friend at the time that, you know, we would go out and we would get uh, shit faced um, and he would puke all over the place and then uh, wake up the next morning and, well, it's be real the next afternoon um, and just be shitty for days afterwards, uh, you know, because of it. And that has just never been the case for me. Um, you know, you know you, I get, you really didn't uh-huh. have to share that story about me on, you know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if only we had actually known each other in college, I, I would have been, so much more fucked up than I currently am today. <laughs> no, but anyway, no, I, I, I am that friend. I mean, that that's the thing is it's like, well, and I guess I, I've never been super bad with hangovers. I, I was up drinking last night and um, I woke up this morning. I was not feeling that great. I, I didn't throw up, but I'm, I'm also, I'm not 19 anymore. Right. Like I, I can't like go through drinking competitions and just take tons of shots and then just shrug it off in the morning. Um, you know, but even at that point, I still only had a a certain tolerance, right? Like I didn't um I I I usually didn't have a hangover for days. Right, but I would definitely, absolutely drink myself stupid and vomit all over the place. I don't, you know, I I just just never been. I mean, you, you remember that scene in Indiana Jones where she's drinking with the Russians? <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> that that's me, right? Um, except without the passing out after. Didn't she pass out afterwards? Thank you. It's been a while since I've. Yeah, yeah. 
but that, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know, never, never affected me that way. I mean, I guess I might sleep in, you know, a little more the, the next day or whatever. Um, but I wake up and I'm fine. I don't, you know, everyone talks about having the worst headache ever or whatever. And that just has never been the case with me. It just sounds to me like you've never lived. I guess, never right? Really lived. All right. Well, I tell you what, as soon as uh, COVID-19 is done, we'll go out and I'll drink twice as much as I normally do. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> you will drink twice as much as me and you will still only be half as drunk as I am. <laughs> <laughs> and, and whatever it is, I'm, I'm going to get you one of those pink drinks with the little curly Q, I don't know what the fuck that was, a lemon peel or whatever it was. Because <laughs> quite frankly, that's totally what you deserve. Oh, I, the waitress loved that. <laughs> and, and the waitress loved that, and you loved her. Well, I mean, it was pretty funny, you gotta admit it was good. It was good. <sighs> what a little bitch. That's what you are. <laughs> All right. Oh.